This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 163. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. My first real estate marketing breakthrough came after I wrote a book called How to Sell Your Home for More. I created some marketing that I could distribute, inviting people to call me to get a free copy of my book and kept tweaking the formula until I got it right. It quickly positioned me and my brand as a clear alternative in the market. I'm sure you've heard the homeowner's mantra, a good home sells itself. Well, my book started to change the way home sellers thought about the home selling experience. They began to understand the opportunities and the major influencing factors that really help a home sell for more. Long story short, it worked very well for my business and today the book and the marketing system around the book is used by hundreds of agents under my Best Agents brand. If you're a Best Agents member, you'll know what I'm talking about and if you're not, message me and I'll get you some more info. My guest today is in the same space. A few years back, he wrote a book called Sold Above Market and created an offer to generate seller leads in his area, which is the Sydney Harbour suburb of Mossman. Since then, he's written two new titles, and you'll find out all about them today. So I guess my observation is that the real estate seller education business is alive and well, and that's a good thing. Because property has no recommended retail price, property sellers, in my opinion, are somewhat vulnerable and face the risk of becoming easy prey to agents who really have no idea what they're doing. Then there are the agents, like today's guest, an experienced professional and trusted opinion who can not only guide his sellers to a great result, he's a published author on the subject. Sydney agent Jeff Grist has seen his market double and double, then double again, and in a highly competitive professional environment, he's worked hard to build a solid client base and loyal following. Jeff's a great writer and has the book sales to prove it. He's also become a good friend over time, as well as a reliable sounding board for different ideas and strategies. He recently hired an agent to sell his own home, which is an interesting story, as you'll soon discover. All that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler. Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself, online marketing platform top agents are flocking to build everything in minutes right on your desktop from marketing flyers reports lead generators and social media posts jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize download and print or post get started today and try jiggler free at jiggler.com that's j-i-g-g-l-a-r.com Well, Jeff Grist, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, buddy? Terrific, Ray. And yourself? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. Um, you've been a busy guy, as busy as a one-armed <laughs> truck driver, as they say. I just said you're a publishing machine. It's going, uh, it's going crazy or you're a writing machine. Now, we're going to promo a couple of books today that you've written recently. Journey to Soul, which is your second book, am I right? That's right. Yes, right. And your third, which is Flip for Cash, and that, uh, that's a title that um, uh, is going to have me asking a lot of questions. I'm really interested in that. So um, let's get right. into journey, journey to Sold in all good bookshops, I understand, at the moment. Um, that's right, or, or Booktopia or Amazon. Yeah. Yep, 
Yep. Okay. Let's do this right up front. If people want to get in touch with you, what is the best way to reach out and connect with Jeff Grist? Uh, just email me, Jeff, G-O-F-F, at rwm.com.au. Okay. Okay. Richardson and Wrench Mossman, Sydney, New South Wales, Australia. That's the one. Excellent. Excellent. Let's get into Journey to Sold. Um, what was the what was the motivation behind that? Is it uh, is there a departure here from your first book? Uh, the first book, Ray, which was called Sold Above Market, that was essentially uh, a, a, an introduction to how to choose a real estate agent because that right. seemed to be a, a very a stressful thing for people. Yep. So having chosen your real estate agent, this is the journey to get your sale done. So okay. if you hire me, this is literally what we're going to walk through together to get there. Much as when you hire a travel agent to take care of your, your round-the-world trip, uh, you'll have expectations, but there's a lot of things that can and will go wrong. Um, this is is my journey to take you through from, from listing to sale. Okay, okay. Now, is this a book that other agents can, can pick up and use to help, help advise their clients? Is it for sellers as well? Oh, absolutely, yes. So, okay. obviously, the, the market is for sellers who, who haven't been on the journey for a long, long time. Yep. You know, some people only sell a home once every 10 years. Yep. Um, but equally, I've had a lot of good feedback from agents who've said, wow, this, you basically told us everything you do. So, yep. you know, if we just do the same, we can't go far wrong. Yeah, yeah. I guess um, if you're a seller and, and, you know, some of the prices around, I guess, look, it, does, it doesn't really matter about prices, does it? Whoever's selling, regardless of price, it's always important. And, you know, my mantra, no recommended retail, retail price on real estate. So, you know, uh, an informed seller working with an agent who knows their stuff can influence the price big time if, uh, if they know what to do and, and, and follow the formula. Um, so this is... This is critical knowledge and critical information. Do you think the public actually understand that all homes and all agents aren't created equal? Um, I think they do once they get into the process, but it's pretty easy to, to start with the wrong person if you haven't done the right homework. So yeah. I guess what I'm saying to people is, look, here's as much as I know right now about this process, and it is a process. We, we do it step by step which is a journey. So any journey begins with one step and, and uh, selling your home begins with one step as well. So if you follow the process and understand where you're going and, and how you're going to get there, you should have a fantastic sale. Yeah, yeah. There's, there just seems to be so much, I guess, anecdotal evidence or, or you hear these horror stories of, of people going on the market and making some phenomenal mistakes. I mean, okay, you're in you're in uh, you're in inner Sydney there in in a in a in a very popular and, and high priced and competitive market. But you know the the show goes out to people in many countries. It doesn't really matter where you are. Um, real estate's not a reg regulated thing, is it? So people just have to really get their head around the process, I guess. That's it, Ray. It is a process that's common to to all areas and countries. And you know, whilst there's going to be some legal differences. Otherwise, it's the, the journey's the same. Yeah. You know, you've got a, a very anxious uh, vendor who, who wants to sell for top price in a short time with the least stress. And uh, the more that they know about the process and the journey you're going to take them on, 
the easier I find it is to, to lead them along the way. And yeah. it's just a communication thing, you know. Yeah. The more yeah. they know, the easier they, you know, the quicker they get it, you know. Yeah. So when you make a recommendation, they're very happy to undertake it because you've already explained it to them. Yeah. It's interesting, Jeff, in this, in this you know, I call this market white hot. It, it is just so strong. I mean, Christine and I are looking to buy a house here in Toronto at the moment. We went, uh, we got involved in a bidding war the other day. I think there was 17 different people putting in offers and stuff. It's just, it's crazy. And then they're not auctions either, by the way. They're just <laughs> best offer in at four o'clock on a Thursday and uh, on, on, on your best terms. But what I'm seeing, and I'm interested in your, in your feedback on this, what I'm seeing is a huge trend. Let's say a property's worth, I don't know, let's say it's worth a million, right, give or take. Um, uh, instead of putting that property on at 1.2 as a sort of old school asking price, what I'm seeing it's coming on at like 900 to a million sort of auction style is starting kind of conservatively under um, and they're kind of haggling it out. Sometimes it's an auction, sometimes it's not. Are you finding that's happening a lot in your part of the world as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, with our um, our laws here, we, the preferred um, price guide now is a ten percent guide. Okay. And um, you know, the the top of the the guide is probably where the the owner expects it to be. Yeah. So the the ten percent below is the lead in, and you'll you know that's where you'll get your buyers who are going to compete. Yeah. And um, you know, if you catch enough of them at the right time, then you're going to push it up over that uh, the top of that ten percent. And uh, as you say, the, the competition's strong because there's, there's a lack of stock. So therefore, people are having to pay a little bit more than they hope to. But you know, at the end of the day, if you could secure the property, you could get on with the rest of your life and yeah. get your Saturdays yeah. back. Yeah. Sell it and then live where you want to live, not where you have to live is, uh, mm. is a common mantra as well. One of the things I noticed in your book that you gave some attention to is advising clients to avoid this or selling clients to avoid this pretty common trap of starting way too high because a lot of your great buyer traffic is going to pop up in the first like one, two, three weeks, isn't it? After that, uh, in, a, in a hot market like this, people are going to wonder why it's still on the market. Buyers are going to wonder why it's on the market. Is that are you finding that that's a common thing uh, in your market as well? Yeah, very much so, Ray. And um, I mean, I've just had a personal experience of that. We, right. we, uh, my wife and I, just sold our family home of fifteen years. Okay. And um, we listed it uh, with Kirsty in the office. She did, you know, and from from a agent's point of view, I had to listen to another agent telling me what to do. Yep. And I just said, yes, you're in charge. I'll follow the process. And um, she took took us through and we were sold in two weeks uh, with five five seriously good offers on the table. Okay. So, okay. so you had some marketing time for it to get out there into the world and you, and you hit you hit it everywhere, I guess, um, um, you know, online and your signs and, and traditional as well. And print as well. That's right. So, yes. you know, we, we go in hard up front yep. and uh, give it an attractive price guide and just let the buyers come. They'll, they'll settle. They'll find out what they're prepared to pay yep. and uh, it may be more than you expect. Yeah, and lovely of Kirsty to reduce her fee to 5% uh, on that, deal, <laughs> on that right. deal as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, um, all right. Well, congratulations. If if uh, somebody wants to know more about the book, is there an ebook version that uh, 
that people can grab if they're not in Australia or? Um, I think there's a Kindle version on it? Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. We'll and, go to Amazon.com. Um, I'm going to put that link in the show notes so people can yeah, check. Yeah, but they'll, they'll, uh, they'll print on demand on Amazon for you or okay. Booktopia in, in Sydney stocks and as do many of the, the bookshops like Dimex. Yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous. Flip for cash. Now, Aussies, Aussies uh, I guess they've learned the word flip from, uh, from the American HGTV shows, etc. have they? Very so, much so. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a term we were familiar with, but now, now everyone knows what flip means. Mate, yeah. the only thing we used to flip was pancakes back in the day. <laughs> now we're flipping real estate. We need a bigger spatula. So, exactly. Uh, so walk me, through this, uh, walk me through this book, your latest flip for cash. Sure. Well, I was dealing with quite a few investors who were specifically looking with for apartments to turn over. And um, with the price of property in Sydney now, it, houses are really out of most people's range. So, yep. Yep. you know, you can still get, get a unit. And um, if you remember, Ray, the 60s and 70s in Sydney, they built a lot of red brick and blonde brick uh, units and, and you know, in fact, they were all called home units. Yeah. And um, what people are buying these days are upscale apartments. Yeah. So they don't seem to build home units anymore. They only oh. build apartments. So yeah. my reasoning is that a lot of my clients were buying these uh, very original units and adding all the quality touches that transformed them into being competitive with brand new apartments. Okay. So we also had in Sydney um, some some very bad news about uh, poorly built high-rise apartments. Yep. So people uh, suddenly decided that older stock uh, was more reliable because yep. it's been standing for 30 or 40 years yep. and uh, had less trouble. So, again, there's a lot of red brick and blonde brick um, sort of average style but yep. a lot of them have got internal laundries and bigger rooms and um, uh, generally higher ceilings. So they're great places to start when you want to renovate. They're fa- I'm thinking, um, uh, well, I'm from Melbourne, so I'm thinking some of those beautiful uh, 60s, 70s apartments, big square flat things, floor-to-ceiling windows, uh, parquetry timber, um, good-sized rooms, built-in robes. Yep. Um, and they they come up beautifully with a with a sort of a gut renovation and um, and a makeover. Uh, and so, tell me about some of the things that you that you get into in your book. Are you, are you advising people on makeover or property? Yeah, selection? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm I'm saying to people, look, let's just start with a one better. You okay. know, it's the most affordable product. There's plenty yep. of them out there. Yep. We can all find one. And I give examples of of properties that have been purchased through me and and even. Uh, resold by me. So yep. um, recently um, uh, I had a deceased estate came up in a property. Um, the gentleman who purchased it paid seven eighty one yep. for a two-bed unrenovated property. And when I mean unrenovated, it was original. The, the kitchen, nothing was usable. It was, it was pretty bad. So he gutted it and uh, he spent 100000 on it. So even with all his costs, uh, he was into it for when he'd finished 921. Okay. So uh, his goal, he said to me, look, if I can, if I can get a million back, I'll be very happy. Yep. Um, so we did the process, the journey to solve. We listed it properly, marketed properly. And uh, within three weeks before the auction, we had an offer of 1.1, which he accepted. 
Wow. So he, he probably picked up 150-odd thousand um, in, in three months okay. for, his, for his hard work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's pretty awesome. Um, here in Canada, the rules have changed in the last few years and you need 20% to get a mortgage. Uh, what's the story in, in New South or in Australia at the moment? Because I know there's been some changes as well. Yeah, it changed again recently. I mean, 2020, you know, we've got to review all the rules again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in fact, that there is a government-backed first home buyer scheme where you only need 5% deposit. Oh, yeah. So they're going to, they're going to guarantee that uh, the rest is, is available to you. Mm-hmm. Um, most people are still paying 10%. Yep. Um, but it is var- variable. The reason why there was a 20% deposit was to avoid mortgage insurance. Insurance, yep. So if you did put down 20%, then the banks were less worried about mortgage insurance. Yep. Um, but if you're putting down 10 or if you can negotiate it with the uh, purchase, with the, with the vendor, a 5% um, deposit, then um, you, you're probably okay, but you may have to pay that mortgage insurance. We're talking uh, just, uh, we're recording this at the end of January 2020, so I um, uh, just want to keep that relative. But what's a, what's a competitive mortgage rate, Jeff, at the moment for, uh, for a first home a homeowner buying, a, uh, buying an apartment? Yeah, it, we, we, it, well, it was just late last year, it was, was uh, 4%, but yeah. everything's down to 3 now. Okay. So you're probably paying 3.1, 3.2. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's plenty of money available. There's more lenders than ever. Yeah. And uh, so I always recommend people work with a broker because the broker deals with all the banks, not just some of them. Yep. And uh, here loan facilitation is uh, the, the bank pays the broker. So there's yeah. no cost out of the buyer's pocket. And the broker can surf over all the products and find their client the best one, the most competitive. So a lot of I know a lot of younger real estate agents listen to the show and um, I just, you know, and, and often I get the question, should I buy now or should I wait for the market? Um, look, who knows? Uh, um, the message I want to say is that I think regardless, you should be buying. Um, the the best investment on earth is earth or, or a strata title <laughs> apartment or something. Get in and do it and you know, like um, ten years will go by in a heartbeat, and it'll be worth more, and you'll have a you'll have a valuable asset, and you'll you'll wonder you wish you bought too. So, um, so that's my that, that's my message. Um, there's just it's just so important to to get into the market and buy it. I was listening to a really interesting podcast. In fact, I'll send you a link, and I'll post a link to the show notes for for our listeners. But it was a Tim Ferriss podcast with a guy called Sam Zell, the Chicago investor. Did you hear it by any chance? Did no, I, I love Tim Ferriss, but I haven't, didn't catch that. Uh, it, was, it was last week, so I'll send you the link. It was, um, um, if for nothing else, read the story about this guy's, he, t- he describes his parents' escape the, from Poland uh, uh, at the start of the Second World War. Um, and I didn't realise the Second World War, the Germans... Uh, attack one side of Poland and the Russians attack the other. So um, it's a fascinating story. But uh, his his investment um, uh, guidelines, I guess, or ideas and the stuff he's done. It's just a like anybody who's interested in property, interested in investing, even anything entrepreneurial. 
Uh, it's just it's just a brilliant listen. So I I will send that to you. His name was great. Yeah, look out for Bell. that. I think the guy's worth five billion or something. So um, if a billion he probably got a clue then. Yeah, yeah if a billionaire is going to give you some <laughs> advice, he's the <laughs> you, you listen. <laughs> you want to sit up and take it. So give us your email address again, please. I will stick it in the show notes. Yep, sure. Eh? It's Jeff G E O F at R W M dot com dot au. Too easy. All right. Um, lovely to chat. Thank you so much for your time and uh, keep me posted with uh, what happens with the books. Thanks, Ray. Always great to chat. Bye now. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray.